Let's talk about how to build a great entrepreneurial team, shall we? In this video, I'm gonna walk you through a six-step process called the perfect talent pipeline to ensure you get the best people on your team so that you deal with less churn, A players, and obviously better results. So let's do this. Welcome to The Healthpreneur Show. My name is Uriel Kim. If you're a health practitioner or a coach looking to build a successful virtual health practice that allows you to help more people, make a lot more money, and enjoy a greater quality of life in the process, then this is the podcast for you to listen to. Let's dive in. Hey, what's going on? Uriel Kim here, CEO and founder of Healthpreneur. We help health practitioners and coaches who are sick and tired of the grind of the one-on-one of the overhead of a brick and mortar and want to go online but are not sure how to get clients and help those clients remotely, well, that's what we do every single day is help them solve those issues. So anyways, one of the things is, you know, eventually you get to a point in business where you can't do everything yourself. And that's a really exciting place because now you can start to give other people opportunity to step into their genius and help you build something really remarkable. Um, so that's what I'm going to talk with you about here, right? It's how to build a winning entrepreneurial team. It's something that I've been able to do, uh, in both of my businesses, uh, currently healthpreneur, we have 25 team members that'll obviously grow in the coming years as we continue to expand and dominate the world. Um, obviously for the good, right? Not for bad. Um, but so anyways, I want to show you exactly how we find rock stars and how you can do the same. Okay. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to share my screen and I'm going to walk you through this cool little diagram here. Six steps. It's actually kind of six and a half. So let's dive into this. Uh, that's not what I wanted. All right. So here we go. All right. So top left is this little cloud over here. And this, the first thing we gotta do when we're hiring or we're looking to hire anyone really, is we need to get clarity. So this is about, you know, you thinking about who exactly do I need to hire, right? And and one of the most important things, the most important thing in any aspect of your business is always to get clarity. So the higher up you go in business, the more you need to think. The less you need to do, the more you need to think. And that means sit in a chair, take out a notepad, and just do an inventory of everything in your business that you're doing, right? Let's just say that you are doing everything. You're the solopreneur you want to build out. Make a list of everything you're doing. In fact, have two columns. And so if I were to show this to you on the screen, what you would want to do is you would have, if this is a sheet of paper, you have 5%, 95%. All of the stuff, all of the stuff that drives you crazy, you can't stand doing, you put it down to 95%. And then there's going to be like a handful of things over here in the 5%. This is your genius zone. Okay, these are the things that you want to be doing more of. So in my case, I love doing videos. I love doing videos like this. So it makes a lot of sense for me to build infrastructure around me to allow me to do this. But the editing, the uploading, the adding thumbnails, all that kind of stuff is not what I want to do. So I I love building the machine and I love creating content and that's all I do in my business. And then obviously I coach my clients in a way that works for me and building systems around myself to still allow our clients to get better results even if they don't have, you know, cell phone access to me 24-7. So that's the first thing is getting clarity on exactly what you're doing, what you don't want to be doing, 
but all the processes and stuff that you're doing in the business. Because what happens is that 95%, that, that list becomes pieces of it, becomes clarity, become clarity for that first potential hire. Okay. So here's, here's what this looks like. You get clarity around a specific role. Maybe it's a, an assistant or a salesperson or another coach or a marketing person. And what you're going to do is you're going to create something we call a four R's document. And the four R's stands for role, responsibility, requirements, and results. And what that means is you want to be very clear about Okay, here's the role. Here's what it entails. Here's what you are responsible for, like the actual tasks, right? And the things that they're going to do ongoing to the best of your knowledge. What are the results that will let them know that they're winning and help you have conversations about that with them? And then finally, what are the requirements? Requirements are like, you know, what type of past experience or expertise do they have to have coming in? in order to uh, successfully do this role, okay? So that's the first step. Once you have that, now you write the job description. And there's a very specific way of writing the job description that I'm not gonna get into here. But now you have clarity about exactly who and what you're looking for, okay? So that's the first step. Once you have that, and once you have your job description, you're then going to post that bad boy pretty much everywhere. So you're gonna post it anywhere you can think of. LinkedIn, Indeed, Glassdoor, I mean, all the hiring sites if you want. You can email your list. You can put it up on Facebook. You can send it to people. Um, You're going to put this out there, okay? Now, let me be very clear about something. Usually, you're not going to find the best people. Sorry, let let me rephrase this. The best people are not looking for employment, just remember that. So depends on the level of hire. If you're looking for like a C-level executive, right, a director, you know, whatever, uh, those people are not really like on glass door looking for jobs. They're already pretty happy doing what they do. You got to poach them. You got to give them, you have to show them a better vision, a uh, better opportunity. And, you know, that could take some time, right? That could take the time of developing a relationship with someone that you've known for years. And now there's an opportunity that's opened up for that type of person. So that's kind of a higher level, but let's just kind of keep it low for now. You know, whatever, social media manager, admin assistant, coach, et cetera. You can post on all these different platforms to get the word out. You can even run ads as your job postings as well. So that's step one. Now, what's going to happen is you're going to have people that are going to be interested in this. Now, here's the big thing. And I'm telling you, like, this is when it starts getting interesting. Anyone can post a job description, right? Or a job overview or whatever. The second piece is we have a video cover letter. Video cover letter is some, is essentially in two, you know, in two minutes or so, uh, answer the following questions. And those questions can be whatever you want in a way that's going to sift and filter the right people to take the next step with you. And the reason I love this, the reason that this is so good is that you will be astonished by how many people don't actually send you a video cover letter. So what do you do with those people? It's really simple. You go to your keyboard and there's this key called delete. You delete all those applications. So let's say that you're asking them to respond to you know, a specific email address where let's say you set up for careers at yourbusiness.com. All those would come into your inbox. You don't even look at the ones that don't have a cover letter, a video cover letter, which like, think about it. You can't follow instructions and you're not willing to take two minutes to do a video. And if you can't understand how to upload a video to the internet, 
what century are you living in? So it's an amazing filtering tool to get rid of all the riffraff. And the very reason those people are looking for a job is probably why they're going to continue looking for a job because they're not skilled up yet to even understand this stuff. Okay. Do not hire out of desperation. If someone doesn't send you a video cover letter, do not do not proceed. Do not pass go. Do not collect two hundred dollars. I promise you, how the relationship how the relationship starts is going to be a good indication of what it's going to be like for you know for the coming months and years if you hired that person. So the video cover letter you're looking for, you know, answers to your questions, the ability to communicate and articulate it obviously depends on the rule, but you'll get a vibe like you'll see per like you'll see someone on camera like, and you'll know like you'll get a really good sense of like man this. If you're hiring a sales position, can this person even communicate? Can they sell themselves? Or are they a friggin' disaster, right? If that's the case, you don't keep going. Now, in addition to the video cover letter, I would recommend that you also ask them to send you some type of personality profile like DISC, Myers-Briggs, uh, Colby, whatever you want to use, because that way you'll get a good indication uh, from a tendency perspective in terms of how they operate, whether they're suited for the role or not. So if someone is looking for a sales position, but they're very detail-oriented and they'd rather hide behind a computer all day, that that's like, you could, you could take that risk, but I'm telling you, you're really putting yourself behind the eight ball if you do that. Versus someone who's very people-oriented, more extroversion dominance type of stuff, uh, those are generally things you want to be looking for in that type of position, okay? So it's important to understand that that's not going to determine their success, but it's, you know, like don't expect an ugly duckling to turn into a swan. That's essentially what I'm saying. So get the video cover letter along with the personality profile. Uh, again, if someone's like, well, I don't know, I haven't done my disc, uh, go do it. It's free, like, or pay 50 bucks to Colby and I'll reimburse you, whatever resourcefulness, you're testing resourcefulness and commitment this whole process. That's why this thing works so well is because it's weeding people out. It's weeding away the riffraff and you're only going to get the perfect players, the perfect talent moving through this pipeline who are really serious about this, okay? So cover letter and personality profile. If they don't give you both of those, you delete the resume. Who cares? It's nonsense. Whatever they say in their email, garbage. If they don't follow your instructions, forget about it. Okay. Okay. So step three, let's assume that, you know, you saw the cover letter, everything looks good, and you're going to send them to the next stage now in the perfect talent pipeline. And this is something that you need to develop based on what it is you do or what it is that they're going to do. And this is a test project. So your test project, what I would recommend is you create a test project for each of the roles you're going to hire for. It doesn't have to all be done now, but as you're developing them and you want to think to yourself, what is this person going to do in this role? Now, there's two ways of doing this. You can have somebody do a test project from scratch, or you can have them correct or fix something that's currently, you know, up. So let's say you're hiring a writer or an editor, and instead of having them write a 500 word article, give them something to improve. Here's a transcript to make it sound amazing, right? Or here's an article, how would you make it better? Now you're gonna see if they have the ability to really take things up to the next level. 
And it's actually really cool when you have five, 10, however many people applying for the same job, all of them get the same test project. And now you're comparing apples to apples to apples across the board. Now, we don't pay people to do the test projects. If someone's like, well, this is, my time is valuable. I'm like, I don't care. This position will be way more valuable than an hour of your time. It's not even gonna take an hour of your time. It's gonna take five or 10 minutes. And if it takes an hour of your time, I don't wanna work with you because that means it's gonna take way much, like way too much time to get anything done from you in the future. So be very, very clear. Don't get, like a, a test project can definitely scare people away because they don't wanna spend four hours doing something. Give them something they can do in five to 20 minutes that's not over the top. They would do it for free. If you have to do something that's longer, consider paying them for that, right? That's totally fine. But, you know, if people are gonna make a stink about it, cut them off. So that's the test project. You review the test project, right? We send it to them in like a Google doc. They would create a copy, they would edit it, send it back to us. We review it, if all looks good, we take them to the next step, which is step number four over here. And this is a team interview. So here, you, are going to, you or whatever, if you have another person on your team, this is where that individual would have an interview with this candidate or with these candidates. By this point, you've narrowed it down to you know three to five at the most. Team interview, if you don't have a team member, then you're just gonna skip the team interview and you're gonna do it yourself. If you have another person on the team, uh, they're gonna do this interview and you're gonna have a series of questions that you want them to ask. And you want to get a sense from that interview what that person's perspective was like. You know, you can record the call. Obviously, I think that'd be a good idea. And we have a team interview sheet that our team members who do these interviews will, you know, put the answers to the questions in there. At the end of the sheet, they answer a couple of questions about, you know, is this person a hell yes or is it a no, right? Whatever their shortcomings are, can those be overcome by their, by their strengths, et cetera? Would you want to hire this person? Stuff like that. And... Again, key team members, we're not talking about, you know, like a VA who's going to do these calls and make business decisions for you. But if you had someone really respected on your team, get them to do these interviews. And again, if you don't have that person yet, you're going to have to do this interview yourself. And that becomes the kind of the end of the hiring process. But there is one more step that's super important that you never, ever, 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 did I say ever, ever forget. And that is right here. You need to check references. So by this point, you're only checking references for the people that you're really considering working with. This is, man, I can't tell you, like the biggest mistakes I've made in hiring is when I've rushed the process. I'm like, I just need this guy like as soon as possible, like whatever, let's just get him in. Oh my God, that's probably happened three times in my career. And every single time, it has been an absolute effing disaster. Don't speed the hiring process. I would strongly recommend to listen to your guts, but that's not enough. Like, you got to check references. And the thing is to, listen, everyone's going to give their best references. So you got to make sure that you're asking these people really potent questions or potent questions that are going to get to the core of why this individual is not working with them anymore or, you know, things that are going to get to the meat of what this, like, what, what is this person not telling me? Because ideally, when you hire someone, you want there to be no surprises once they're on, on the team. What happens a lot of times with hiring is we put our best foot forward 
And then the real person shows up. And this has happened to me a few times. And like this, listen, this process isn't perfect. I mean, it's pretty darn amazing, but there's obviously, there's always going to be a few people that can slip through the cracks. And sometimes it's like, okay, well, what did we miss here? Did we not do the due diligence properly? Did we just kind of follow our gut a little bit too quickly? Uh, it can become very costly if you hire the wrong people, especially people that are you know more expensive in terms of their salary and, and their position. And you want to make sure you make the right hire. I would recommend definitely follow your gut. Some people have a very, very good intuitive hit when they speak with people. If you have people like that around you and they're having these team interviews, you want to listen to that. Like we've got someone who's amazing at that and she does our team interviews. And I'm like, if she's, if she, and it's funny, there's twice, two occasions where she's been like, I don't know. And we hired these people and both situations several months later, we're like, all right, not a good fit. So, trust that gut, trust that intuition, but also check references, right? Don't just check references, but look for previous success. You're looking for people ideally that have a proven track record, right? There's there's two different types of people you can hire. There's the stars or there's the seeds. The seeds are gonna require some more sprinkling, some more nurturing. It's gonna take longer to get them up to speed based on what you want them to do. The stars, they're gonna be like, they're gonna tell you exactly how things are gonna go. You're like, okay, you're the expert. Go do it. Now, naturally, you're going to pay more for a star than you will for a seed. So it depends on where you are in business. If you want immediate results and you want rock stars, you're going to have to pay a premium for that. If you're not in a position to do that, you're going to have to start off with some seeds and nurture them and cultivate them and coach them over time to the point where they can become stars. But again, if they have previous success, that's very, very important. And the final piece in this whole puzzle is going to be the interview with you. So let me just move this up a little bit. So that's the final piece right down here is you've had the team interview and team members like, yep, great fit. Here's, you know, here's my feedback based on our interview. During that process, you're checking references or like someone else in your team is checking references. All the references check out. And finally, at this point, you are now using really the only time that you're using this whole process, assuming this is not you just doing this by yourself at this point in time. So you're all, instead of you dealing with all the applications and the cover letters and all this kind of stuff, you have someone else do that for you ideally. And then only at the end, the very, very, very end, once people have gone through this whole pipeline, this whole filter, are you speaking with the one, maybe two candidates at this point? And by this point, the person you're speaking with is realistically the person you're going to hire. So you're not speaking with five people. It's like one, maybe two people. And now you spend half an hour talking with one or two people instead of however many hours you'd have to spend in that hiring pipeline. Now, that's the ideal scenario. But again, if you're relatively you know, early on and you're just yourself, you're going to have to do a lot of the heavy lifting yourself. But I promise you this pipeline is going to save you a tremendous amount of time and energy dealing with the wrong people and we're using the pipeline and technology and test projects etc to get rid of people who don't have what it takes to win on your entrepreneurial team okay so i hope that's helpful and if it is let me know in the comments below if you've enjoyed this video uh, remember to subscribe to the channel actually what i'd recommend next is um, a great video called how to build a winning team and i'll show you some of the other parameters to building a winning entrepreneurial team 
Uh, we'll link to that video just below this one as well. So thanks again for watching. Uriel Kim here signing off and I look forward to seeing you in the next video. If you've enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe to the Healthpreneur Show podcast. And while you're there, I'd really appreciate it if you left a five-star rating or review if you feel it merited that. At the same time, if you'd like to connect with me, the best place to do so is on Instagram. You can find me. I am at healthpreneur. And be sure to tune in and subscribe to our YouTube channel on YouTube. Just search healthpreneur and you'll find all of our great videos there as well. That's all for today. I appreciate your time and your attention. Keep doing the meaningful work that you are doing and I look forward to seeing you in the next episode.